0: Good morning, church. Can you guys all stand up with us this morning? I'm going to start this morning just with a little story. I'll try to keep it short. Um, When our oldest daughter was about three years old, I noticed that the TV was turned up way too loud. Um, So we took her, and she had an earwax blockage going on in her ear. So we had to take her to an ear, nose, throat doctor. And um, I prepared her for what was coming, that there was going to be a little digging around in there. I had a lollipop in my purse. Um, Me and her dad went together. And she's such a good girl, so brave. And she, she laid on that table, and she was okay for about five minutes. And it didn't happen quite as fast as we had prayed and hoped. Forty minutes later, this child is begging us. Mommy, please. Daddy, please. I'll be good. I'll be good. Please make it stop. Please let me up. Please, please, please. She is crying. She is begging. And we are holding her down. We are encouraging her. It's okay, honey. It's going to be done soon. It's going to be over soon. It's okay. You're doing great. You're doing great. We love you. You're doing great. We love you. At one point, her dad here got so emotional said, you got to go. You got to go. We can't break. We're we're almost done. We can't. We've come this far. It's got to come out in Jesus' name. But I imagine that little girl and what she must have thought and how the trust that she had in the love of her parents must have been tested in that time of suffering and of hardship. But we knew, we knew what had to be done and oh, what came out and from that point on it's never had to happen again she can hear perfectly she has no hearing problem she had a problem and it was taken care of and i want to encourage you this morning if you're in a place of hardship if you're in a place of suffering don't doubt don't doubt your trust is being tested your trust in a loving heavenly father he is he is holding you and he is saying it's okay it's okay You're going to get through this. You're doing it. You're doing it. And this is a good thing. And I've got you. I'm never going to let you go. It's okay. You are a good girl. You are a good boy. It's okay. And I want to encourage you in that this morning. As we worship, we're going to to, um, begin our worship with a scripture. We're going to read it together on the count of three. It comes out of Psalm 95, 6. Let's start. One, two, three. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, let
1: us worship. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Church, We really felt on our heart that every Sunday during this fast, which starts today, this morning, is as a church body, we're going to come to the communion table. We are going to come to the communion table. And we are going to celebrate what this represents. His body broken for us. His blood shed for us. Because truly, Calvary... Covers it all. Calvary covers it all. You know, communion is the believer's celebration of the Lord's Supper. Of His sacrifice that He made on our behalf. And I think what we miss is that this is the center of what we believe. This is the center of what we believe. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, comes to this earth... to die on the cross for our sins and to defeat the grave (laughs) so that for all eternity we can be with Him. This is what it's all about, church. This is what it's all about. It's not really about all this, it's about this. (laughs) And so if you were here on Christmas Eve, you may understand what we're going to try to do this morning. If not, that's okay, I'll explain it. So if you're in this section or this section, I ask that you come to the communion table down this middle aisle right here, which is right in front of the table, grab your communion elements, and then head back to your seats. If you're in this section, come down this aisle. If you're in this section, go along the wall. Exact same instructions for you guys, just on the reverse. I think you can figure that out. And what I want you to do is grab your communion elements, go back to your table, or go back to your seat, and remain standing. We're going to continue to worship. And then we're going to come back up here. We're all going to take it together. We're going to take communion together as a church family. Amen? Can we do that this morning? Can we come to the Lord's table, the Eucharist table, the Holy Communion table, as a church family today? Come forward. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Calvary covers it all. What He did covers it all. Every sin, every shame covers it all. Father, we thank You for sending Your Son to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. To bring us in alignment with You. The Bible makes it so clear there's only one way. There's only one way to heaven and that's through Jesus Christ. Only one way to the Father, which is through Jesus. So, Father, we celebrate that today. Father, we come before you today and ask for your forgiveness for those places where we have fallen short. Father, we repent. We repent. We turn our hearts back to you. We turn our hearts back to you. Not our minds, (laughs) not our thoughts, but our hearts back to You. Our innermost being turning towards You. We thank You for it in Your precious name. Bible says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which He was betrayed, took bread... When he had given thanks, he broke it. He said, take, eat. This is my body. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake. In the same manner, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. A new covenant because of what he did. The word says, Do this, and as often as you drink it in remembrance of me, for as often as you drink the, or eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Let us partake. Well, we're going to continue to worship the Lord. And what I love is this, is that when Andy put this set list together, you guys can remain standing. When Andy put this set list together, we had no idea we were going to do communion this Sunday. But I can tell you that these songs flow perfectly, perfectly with what's happening this morning. So let's let's continue to worship our risen King.
0: As we come to the communion table, we partake of the body and the blood of Christ, our Savior who came forfeited his throne in heaven for a time and came and walked as a man on earth. And empowered by the same Holy Spirit that is available to us today, he accomplished, he accomplished reconciliation with God the purpose and the plan which the Father sent him to accomplish. And it was so difficult at times. So many times he had to go away from the crowd. He had to get away to be reminded. He had to go and be with the Father. Just be with him, talk with him, hear from him. I don't know that Jesus was ever in a hurry. And I think sometimes we struggle through this life just because we're not doing it like he did. We have the same Holy Spirit. It wasn't easy for Jesus. It wasn't an easy road, and it wasn't an easy walk. But he got away, and he went away to be with the Father. He cried out. He prayed with such fervor that drops of blood fell from him, in the garden, before the crucifixion, I've never prayed that hard. And last week, there was there was, um, I mean, the Lord was just speaking about brokenness, and it's in our brokenness that we meet with Jesus. But what he what he's been talking to me about is the brokenness the brokenness that comes when you're pressing into the Lord, when you're walking with Him, when you belong to Him, the brokenness is purposeful. Mm. You've asked for it. Mm. It's what we want. (laughs) This is what we want. Mm. And um, so oftentimes, if it would have been up to my Anna Shell at age three, that pain that she had to go through with the ear and the digging out of the wax, if if I had left it up to her in her limited scope, in her limited knowledge, um, she would have. She would have forfeited freedom and and complete hearing for comfort, and perhaps she would have grown to adulthood, learning how to compensate and how to cope for that lack. And she could have gotten by, and she could have gotten through. I'll just get. I'll just hear out of the other ear. There is ways that we've been walking, that we have come up with these coping mechanisms. And these ways of keeping our sin, keeping our, keeping our hurts, keeping our, keeping our, and carrying these burdens. We carry them, and we've become accustomed to them. We've become used to them. But we cry out to the Lord for freedom. We cry out for more. And so he begins to break it off of us. He begins to break off of us, and it's painful. And it hurts And there is brokenness. Smith Wigglesworth, there's a note in one of my notebooks. And it says, brokenness is the path to the power of God. This morning, the Lord led me to Hebrews chapter 12. And I'm just going to read as far as I feel led to read. Starting in verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles The joy that was set before him. The night before in the garden, he said, if there's another way, let this cup pass from me, but not my will, but your will be done. So when I talk about brokenness and that's where we meet Jesus, he doesn't come to take away our brokenness. He comes to fill it, fulfill it, fulfill us, bring us to freedom, bring us to freedom. And as we surrender all to him, there's joy in the midst of the brokenness because we see, we trust him, we trust his plan and we can see with spiritual eyes that he is good, that his plans are good, that in him there is no lack. If you continue down, if you continue down, it talks about how God disciplines his children. I don't like to think of it like that. I don't think any of us like to think of it like that. But here it is, New Testament. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. Oh, my goodness, I just said that. Um, Well, sweating blood. And have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son? It says, my son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you are not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us, and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the Father of spirits and live? No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. Make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. Thank you. The Lord has plans and purposes for us this morning. Thank you. He's got plans and purposes for us. Father, we trust in you. We trust in you. And for the joy set before us, we walk. We walk and we say your will be done in us and through us. Have your way in us. And those places that need broken, break them. We trust you. you. We trust in you. you, In Jesus' name.
1: Thank you, Lord. Lord, this morning gave me Psalm 20. And I want to read this as kind of uh, icing on the cake. (laughs) Because He is good. And He does love us. And He wants us to grow closer to Him. And sometimes that means some challenges in our life. Psalm 20. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. May He send you help from the sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. May He remember all your offerings, and accept your burnt sacrifice. (laughs) May he grant you according to your heart's desire. (laughs) What we just prayed. May he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all your purpose. We will rejoice in your salvation. And in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots, some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. We will remember the name of the Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and stand upright. Save Lord. May the King answer us when we call. Thank I you, say Father.
0: right now that some of the hardships mm. that you're going through, this is what you've prayed for. Right. This is the path to what That's you've right. prayed for. You right. asked for this. Mm. It's not coming the way you thought it would come. It hurts more than you thought it was going to hurt. Mm. It's, it, it's, it's, it's costing more than you thought it was going to cost. Mm. He is answering your prayer. Mm. He Thank is taking God. you to the place that you asked to go to. He is answering your prayer. Trust in him. He is leading you to fulfillment of your heart's desire and his plans and purposes. Do not be discouraged. Do not lose heart. Be filled with hope for the Lord your God is with you. And he is sure he does not change. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you.